Blog Talk Radio. Let's go. Oh, what's your life, man? I know a lot of people that are scared to gon' die Couple of them thinking they'll be living in the sky While I'm here living, man, I gotta ask why What am I here for? I gotta figure out Waste my life, no, I gotta make it count If Christ is real, then what am I gonna do about? Everything in Luke 12, 15, now it's 21 You really gotta go and check it out Paul said if Christ ain't resurrected We wasted our lives without his lies And our life built around Jesus being alive Everything I'll ever try to show the world why Christ is more than everything I'll ever try Better than pretty women sitting and living And get a minute of any women a minute you and mine It ain't no lie, we created for Added up, he made Matter of fact, better man, I know I got Christ You don't see his ways in my days and my nights You can hit my brakes, you can stop my lights Man, I lost my rights, lost my life Forget the money cause it's off that ice The cost is Christ, they can never offer me anything On the planet that the cost that price, yeah The devil just can't hang with us Christian youth, let my stand with us Living a dream and giving a vision For pending the commission he handed us London to Los Angeles The rap evangelist My daddy wouldn't abandon us I got a backpack for the jets And I keep a Johnny Max Now are you ready to jam with us? So let's go Give me the word and let's go Persecution, let's go Tribulation, let's go Across the nation, let's go Across the nation, let's go Hung on the cross in the cold Down for the young and the old Can't take it, never know Heaven knows How many souls are going to hell and to heaven So we gotta go in to get them You trying to figure out what to do with your life You make a lot of money, hope you're doing it right Because the money is God, you better see what it right And stay focused, you ain't got no ride Your life ain't wrapped up in what you drive The clothes you wear, the job you work The color of your skin, now you're Christian first People get to living for a job Make a little money, start living for a car Get on my wife, a house, kids, and a dog When they retire, they live in high on the hall But guess what, they didn't ever really live it all To live is Christ, and that's Paul, I recall To die is dangerous, but Christ, we give it all He's the treasure, you never find it, I'm all See your money, your thing on this marriage Talent, your time They will only you to show the world that Christ is divine Christ, That's why it's Christ in my rhyme That's why it's Christ all the time See my whole world is built around him He's the life in my life I refuse to waste my life He's too true to take that ice Here's my gift of time Cause I'm constantly trying to be used to praise the Christ If he's truly raised to life Then this news should change your life If I can break you can put your faith in a place That rules the day and night Yes
And I want to welcome everyone to this blog talk radio program. This is the Fives Tone Network. And uh, yes, that is a message tonight. We don't want to waste our life. We don't want to waste our life. And so I'm Brother Seth Turner, and I'm the creator of the Fives Tone Network. And I created this little engine that could because we have a lot of people that simply don't want to waste their life, and they reach, they're they reaching out to blogs just like this for insight. They're reaching out to blogs just like this for insight. Brothers, brothers and sisters, listen. I say this almost every show, and I'm going to say it again tonight. We are called, once we know something to be true, and it make us free. It's almost like you have a divine calling to share that through word or even preaching through your actions. That's what this life, one of the things this life is all about. We cannot just heap blessings unto ourselves. When we find something that's set or make us free, because the Bible says the truth will make us free. We are required to share it. And all we are is individuals that come on this blog three times a week now, Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays, sharing things we know for sure that will make you free. I cannot say it any other way clearer than that. That is all Brother Seth is trying to do. Do we have it together? Well, depends on what area you're talking about. There's lots of areas I feel like I'm liberated, and there's other areas where I'm challenged, brothers and sisters. So please know that it's the purpose of this creator, this little engine that could. We're just trying to help um, brothers and sisters find their way in this maze called life. A lot of things come our way that are really, really, really devastating to us. Some things leave us on the floor, knocked down, and we never rise. We live and die, and we never overcome, uh, overcome a lot of our challenges. And I just feel like, how dare you, Seth, go through life and you're able to defeat some enemies. You're able to defeat, overcome some things in your flesh. You over, you're able to accomplish and defeat some appetites of the flesh and you don't ever share it? Wow. How selfish could I be? So, brothers and sisters, in 2011, I started blogging and uh, it was just myself. I didn't have own co-host, didn't have own guests for a long time. And my goal was to just have people. And I don't mean to be holier than thou. Nothing like that, brothers. It's just, it's just brothers and sisters, it's just, it's just, one man's contribution to the Most High for making it possible for him to overcome in some areas. It's just that simple. Tonight, brothers and sisters, again, we'll be discussing current events. Tonight is Hebrew Israelites' perspectives on current events. And I sent this out to many of you. Uh, in our show description, and it goes something like this. 
Hebrew Israelites' perspective on current events. It's a real testimony. It says real answers for a real world. Okay? Again, real testimonies. Real answers for a real world. I went on to say, let's share challenges and expect the Father's higher wisdom tonight to salvage us. And brothers and sisters, that's exactly what is going down. We're expecting the Most High's wisdom to salvage us. If his wisdom don't salvage us, we are most miserable. So, again, thank you for tuning into the Fossil Stone Network. Tonight, we're going to have on our co-hosts. Uh, we have co-hosts in the house. So, uh, as they assemble, I want to just go through a few things uh, that I do every single week. And that is to remind every single one of you to follow us. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Brothers and sisters, we don't get any money for doing these blogs. And a lot of us sacrifice time away from our family to do these blogs. Uh, again, it's a ministry. It really is. And and um, many of you have been blessed over the years. I mean, tremendous. I've gotten letters. Some of y'all sounding almost like uh, like the one one police officer said. I always mention him, but there's many others. Uh, but I just 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 the fact he's a police officer in his words. That's probably what what sticks with me with him. But he said, "You save my life," meaning the show meaning the information, meaning the most high working through us as hosts and co-hosts. He said, you saved my life. Don't know what that meant. Oh, you know, he said that on our website. So anyway, uh, brother, and speaking of the website, um, uh, I want to give that out a little later on here. Uh, how Because we do have a website. I, I've never, ever mentioned it. And so, but we definitely do find some, so I definitely have a website. I'm not, I'm not talking about the one with Blog Talk Radio, so I'll, I'll mention that a little bit. But we're still working on it. It's, 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 go, it's undergoing a facelift, to be honest with you. So um, I'll, I'll try to get that information out a little later on. But listen, follow our shows. Follow our shows. Uh, what that means is that little link I sent some of you, simply click on it, and uh, it will uh, give you um, – it will show you a, a follow button. I think it's a, a blue, blue button that says follow. It may be red on some browsers, but uh, listen, click on that link, and it's going to ask you a few questions. And if it asks you to schedule a show, it used to ask you to schedule a show. Schedule a show for 2000, I mean five years away, just so you don't have to worry about that. That's your concern. You don't want to do a show. Just schedule a show five years out just to get your username, and you can start chatting with us you can start uh getting these reminders anytime we're going to do a show because we don't always uh put those promos out there uh early enough for some of y'all and look up and the show don't happen and you won't even know anything about it so anyway again follow us okay also if you are blessed by these shows and the co-hosts the various co-hosts and the words that oftentimes flows through them Copy and paste the address of the show and send that link to friends. Don't just take these blessings and just end the show with being grateful and happy and, 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 and then you go apply a lot of these principles and work in your life. Don't do that, brothers and sisters. Share, 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 share. Please copy and paste the address of these shows and share with a friend. 
if you are wanting to take it a step further, you want to comment or have concerns about any of our shows, email me at Seth, S is in Tierra, E-T-H dot M is in Mary dot Turner. One more time, Seth, S-E-T-H dot M is in Mary dot Turner at Gmail. Dot com And be sure to put in the, a subject line, Blog Talk Radio, because I get about 40 emails a day, and, and I don't want yours to be overlooked, okay? And so, so if you listen to us tonight and you uh, listen to us online, uh, just know the way you uh, would be able to uh, join in and ask questions, you would simply, you would simply uh, call the phone number, 914-205. Five five nine zero. One more time. If you want to join us tonight with a question or comment on the phone lines, call us at nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. All right. So, brothers and sisters, tonight, current events. So many things happening in our world. So many things happening. We're probably the biggest news has taken a lot of. Uh, a lot of y'all by storm is this Roe versus Wade. Now, uh, folks, um, abortion is illegal. <laughs> Can you believe that? Can you believe that abortion pretty much is now illegal? I, I ain't gonna lie. I had my doubts forever. I, I didn't think they could never overturn it. But, folks, abortion is illegal. What do you think about that? Um, and like my wife and I was talking about this, and she said, you know what that means? I said, well, what do you think it means? She said, now, huh, there are going to be more unwanted kids in this world. And uh, we had a kind of a lot of an argument, but we had a disagreement because a lot of people feel like kids are better off not being born than born and abused. How do you feel about that, brothers and sisters? How do you feel about that? Well, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and uh, bring on one of our co-hosts that are here that's already here in the house, and that's Brother Purcell Porsche, all the way in the um, state of Ohio, the city of Cincinnati. Purcell Porsche, your line is wide open, Minister. Uh, go ahead and say hello to the people. Welcome back to the show. Greetings, greetings, greetings. We bring you greetings from uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries all the way here in Cincinnati, Ohio, where we are attempting to bring the saltiness back to the believer through kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. It is an honor to be on once again. It is an honor to be on once again. I am excited about Five Smooth Stones Network. As Seth has already said, follow us, call in, comment, get involved, get connected. Um, This show has uh, opened up so many venues in my mind that – I am just excited, and I look forward to every week um, what the content is going to produce. So 
again, we bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where we are attempting to bring the saltiness back to the believer. The book of Matthew, the fifth chapter in the 13th verse says, ye are the salt of the earth, and if the salt lose his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? So we are on a mission to bring the saltiness back. Um, and what does that mean very quickly? There's something that the late Dr. Iona Locke used to say. She used to say, we are destroying the tentacles of the faith, and we are handing down a watered-down gospel to our youth. Well, well, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries is on a mission to combat that and bring and turn that thought around. So just think about it. Just think about it. Just think about it. Think about the body of Christ and the lack of effectiveness that we're having right now. So we are excited again about Five Smooth Stones Network. Five Smooth Stones Network is increasing the strength of the believer through knowledge and understanding. So um, greetings, 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 people of God. Uh, Greetings, greetings, greetings. Well, brother, thank you for that introduction, and uh, y'all heard for sure a lot from Purcell tonight. A few of our uh, uh, panelists can come tonight, so we're going to hear a lot from uh, Brother Purcell tonight. So listen, brothers and sisters, I want to just mention some of the things that I uh, put out there to talk about current events, some of the things we may cover tonight. Uh, I'm mentioning this because some of you are listening on the phone lines, and as I mentioned these topics, you might go, oh, wow, I do have a question about that. So some of you, are, you know, you got your kids or your grandkids or maybe you don't have kids at all and you listen to the show. And uh, I'm just going to talk about some of the things I put out there that we may talk about. And uh, if you have, if, it, one of, if one of these things touch your spirit or your heart, it says it's a little noise. I don't know what that is, but uh, just, just a little outburst there. It's, it's probably a, 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 a sound like a – anyway, we'll just ignore it. Um, but listen, I put this on our current events uh, a promo. Of course, Roe versus Wade is on there. Also uh, talked about, or I put on there that we may discuss the rising number of black pastors, folks. I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but America is saturated with young black pastors. I mean, I, you guys, what, what is that? What does that mean? Yeah, but we never had it like this. We never had this many young, young black pastors popping up everywhere, successful black pastors. So you remember when I asked, when I asked the father the five questions that led to the five smooth stones, which is nothing more than five topics we call five smooth stones, again, that resulted from five answers uh, that I asked the father, five questions I asked the father, and got those five answers. And we got five topics from those five answers that we call the five smooth stones. One of my questions was, uh, Father, what's with you using the black man? It was prophesied years ago in 1987 uh, by a lot of ministries. Uh, I mean, everybody was saying that the, that the father is getting ready to use a black man. The father, this was before all of this 
started blowing up with black men leading churches like they are now. I mean, it, it was it's pretty whitewashed back then, but they was prophesying that there was coming a time that the black man is going to rise, and first it's going to be last, and last is going to be first. So I asked the father, what was what was that all about? And of course, he shared with me that he's not interested in using black men or anybody based upon skin color. So it's not he's using the black man. It's not true. That's just racist because no such thing is black in the first place. But he's using the, what he is teaching, what he is sharing with the father, with the father I believe, brothers and sisters, that is uh, putting out there for us to, to understand and to learn and to grow on. The word, as the Bible talks about, he sent his word to heal them. I believe that the word he sent is talking about and bringing up topics that a lot of our so-called white brothers and sisters do not want to talk about because of the racism in their hearts, uh, the bigotry in their hearts. And so because of that, that's what makes it look like it's a black thing because so-called black people is and is, uh, is willing to share and is sharing what the Father is saying. And uh, what those topics are that they don't want to talk about is things like uh, who are the true Jews of the Bible? Because the Father is resurrecting Israel, brothers and sisters. It's prophesied in Scripture that would happen in Ezekiel and other parts of the Bible, Ezekiel 37. The point is, I believe these black pastors, that's, that's a lot to do with what's, what's happening with them. Okay, it's just a lot of things happening, and a, there's a lot of rebellion right now among our white brothers and sisters, a lot of our white males, a lot of our white people, our white brothers and sisters don't want to share who the Israelites are, don't want to talk about racism, don't want to talk about this white image that they've been using to control masses for many years. They were not intentional, some of them, but they, they've they been either quiet to this offense or they've been uh, promoting this offensive uh, 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 figure. Um, so in that, among other things, they're just not willing to teach brothers and sisters. So I think this was has happened to do with the rise of black pastors. Major though, brothers and sisters, major to see these young black men who are same same ones being murdered by the police, but you'll see some of them look just like the same age group, and they're pastoring and doing very well. But anyway, our other topics would be self-esteem from social media, brothers and sisters. There's so many of our children that's just lost. Loss. Social media is creating a social problem. A social media is maybe the biggest threat to us talking to each other and valuing uh, uh, ourselves the way we're supposed to. So many people are basing their lives on how many likes they get, how many times people share their shows, whether or not people are tuning into their little little blog or their whatever 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 uh, Facebook or uh, or Twitter or any of these social platforms, a lot of people is defining themselves based upon the response from folks. Can you believe that? It's serious. No, whatever you're thinking of in your head is probably ten times worse than that. It is serious. Oh, my goodness. I remember they had a show on uh, Brother uh, Purcell. They had a show on Netflix, and I forget the name of it, but the person that created the like button, you know how you like stuff on Facebook? There was a person that actually created that. He talked about uh, what, how he's disappointed 
and a little bit scared as to what has happened to his invention. He didn't mean it to be like this. The person that created the chat room was on the same show. The persons that created social media as we know it all was on this one program, and they were sending a serious warning saying this thing had grew into something they never planned, and they act very remorseful and sorry about it. But they were saying my heart wasn't to do this. You know, there was, there was you know, um, it, it's very, very interesting program. If I can think of it, I'll give you all the name of it. But anyway, other topics we may discuss tonight is are white devils. So, so many of our young people um, is asking that question, and uh, they serious about it. They actually believe they are devils. A lot of y'all old people think, think the same thing. Well, we may talk about that tonight because that's important. If you're saying somebody that is truly not the devil, the devil, that's major. Because that means you're going to treat them like a devil. And then what are you going to do with the devil? <laughs> he gets a pass. The biggest problem with whites being devils is the devil gets a pass. And we cannot have that. And Firestone Network vehemently will stand against that. Because we are war, we, rest, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And brothers and sisters, we cannot miss hitting firing away at our enemy. We cannot be somewhere. I'm just going to play my little uh, Fire Spoon Stone anthem in the background because this is what we really is about. Not no hatred. <laughs> Not hatred, brothers and sisters. We're about loving humanity and attacking the world, the flesh, and Satan. Okay? That, uh, it, that's our enemy. Okay? It's just that simple. Alright? Uh, anyway, uh, social media... Uh, addicts and consequences uh, again that's another um, uh, another topic many many of, of us have went on to be addicts in other words we got to we got to have that social media going on I'm serious folks it's serious it is so serious I can't talk enough about social media old folks being our dating person if you have hear a little noise in my ear I don't think it's you though I think it's me if it gets too bad, let me know because I, I don't know how it sounds to others, but it just may be this. Okay? Just let me know, Purcell. Uh, a lot of people are saying, uh, a lot of our young people are saying that old people are outdated. That's what they're saying. They do not want to hear anything from older people. Uh, that's people like their parents and their parents' parents and, and older. They're just not trying to hear us, brothers and sisters. But we got to really, really, really care about that because. I mean, isn't that how we all grew up and did better? Listen to the wisdom. Uh, the wisdom doesn't Psalms 1 talk about blessings, men that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, but not stands in the way of the sinner. But it goes on to talk about it, it's the wisdom. It's the wisdom of the Father that salvages us. And a lot of times it comes through our older people, not because they're old, but because, well, partially it's because they've already been around. And after you live a certain time, uh, brothers and sisters, after you live long enough on this earth, some things come just from repetition. Some wisdom come by, by just being old, seeing things repeat old, over and over and over. But we can talk about that. Another thing to talk about tonight, if y'all want to talk about it, is the strip club culture. It has nearly, it, it has more attendance probably on Sunday nights in the church. It's a threat. Black men, that's where they're at on Sunday nights. Saturday nights is Friday nights as well, even during the week. Uh, strip club is no is no joke. Purcell, I would love to know which of these uh, really spike your interest as well. You hear me, brother? I really would like to know that. 
Yeah, I um, actually, I'm, I'm glad I'm, you asked me that because um, I'm not done. I don't mean to cut you off. I done. apologize. Yeah, I'm not done yet, but I I just was saying I want to I would like to know if I pitch, and I'll go a little faster with everybody. But I want to know what 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 piques your interest out of all of these. Uh, just to finish up the list, uh, I don't listen to old broke. A lot of the young people is, is saying that because we don't have our money right, that's why they don't listen to us. Okay, that's what they saying. Because our money ain't right, they don't want to hear what we saying. Then there's a lot of talk about believe it or not, Apostle Paul versus Christ. The words of Christ. Lots of people have trouble with the Apostle Paul. It's the weirdest thing. And it's mainly these young people. They are trying to write off Apostle Paul. I kid you not, brothers and sisters. All right? All we can talk about the high prices. That seemed to got everybody rattled. Oh, my goodness. I got a coworker. That's all he talk about is the price of groceries and gas, et cetera, et cetera. It's really major. That is probably the most talked about thing in America, outside of Roe versus Wade. Trump was a great president. A lot of our young people are saying that. A lot of our young people are joining the Republican Party. Crazy. Law enforcement still out of control. We don't hear as much beating down the police, but keep in mind, they've been doing it all along, folks. It's just wherever there's cameras at, I think a lot of them are just getting more clever. If you just really investigate, do your research, I forget um, – which newspapers, I think the Washington Post is one of them, they keep up with every single time a black man is killed. They don't always publish it, but they, it's like three newspapers that keep up with every single time a black man is killed. You should tune into the Washington Post and find out what, where is that section at of their newspaper because it's online. Brothers and sisters will blow you away how many times people, our brothers and sisters are murdered by the police and they don't make the news. So don't think it's going away just because somebody didn't have a cell phone. These people are getting clever, and they're making sure the camera's off, making sure ain't nobody around with a cell phone. If it's, it's, if it's murder and they're really planning it, they get around us recording it. It's so sad, but it's the truth. And we got answers, brothers and sisters. So don't just think we're just talking about the problem tonight. I despise shows. I've tried my best since 2011. As creator of this Cosmos uh, on Network, to not just be sitting around talking about the problems. So we would not do that tonight. We're going to talk about the Most High's, his, his might, his glory, and how he has people on the earth that is defeating this enemy. Uh, people on the earth, individuals with testimonies, just like I said in my show description, real testimonies for real challenges in this real world. Go on to say, I went on to talk about other topics, same-sex love. I know Purcell, he has a, almost a vendetta, not a vendetta, but he is really on that right there. But uh, homosexuality is, is out of control. He's just out of control. Need I say more? Self-hate behavior by African Americans, a lot of our behavior, just just spewing the fact or just a lot of our behavior is just, Screaming that we do not value ourselves. And, and this brings me to my show on yesterday. Brothers and sisters, every Sunday, I go into white supremacy like you have never, ever, ever heard, I guarantee you. And one of the things I'm trying to prove to everybody and show everybody with the help of the Father is that white supremacy is a philosophy believed by anyone. And once it's believed, you become a cancer. 
and you can't be a dark-skinned person full of white supremacy and is a cancer to everyone around you where it relates to race matters. It's serious. We talk about that on Sundays. Uh, not enough money. I mean, wow, what can I say on that one? A lot of folks feel they just don't have enough money, don't have enough money, don't have enough money. Strong black woman and her man issues. Lord, this right here will upset a lot of sisters. But it's not disrespect to the sisters. We're just saying that a lot of our sisters are being played by the system that prefer to do business and to prefer to uh, elevate the woman, prefer to deal with, negotiate with, do business with the black woman for many years since our uh, inception, uh, since our soldier in this country. And it has created black woman, black man, if I can use the term black, uh, issues. Brothers and sisters, a lot of our brothers is secretly feeling they're just never good enough. And it ain't that they're not intelligent. It ain't that they don't bring things to the table. It, don't, it ain't even that they don't bring some things even more than our sisters do sometimes. But for whatever reason, a lot of black men, if I got a dollar for every time I heard this, just feel like they're not good enough. They're not good enough. And they're, they're always being measured by this unfair system, this white male. And uh, that is this right here is, is probably one of the things I would pick tonight because this is major, major. It's a lot of us just not getting along. We're together. We're together, but we're not happy, a lot of us. Democrat or Republican, finish up here. Biden, uh, also um, gun control, interracial dating, mass shooting and white supremacy, marijuana addicts, marijuana addicts. Oh, my goodness. It's like it's a rule. It's a law now. You've got to smoke weed, everybody. Uh, African-American, uh, I'll just, I'm just mentioning that, African-American men not feeling good enough. Why should I attend church? Preachers are mostly greedy. These are just a few things we can talk about tonight. These are a few things affecting our people. Are meaning the uh, African Americans, aka Israelites. But remember, this show is not just to the African American or the Israelites. Uh, it is to the Jew first, I must admit, but also to the Gentiles as well. And even if you're not a so-called African American or aka Israelites, you're dealing with them every day. And I think it behooves you to know what's going on with our people. You would be wise. Purcell, Porsche, anything sticks out, stands out. As I went through that extensive list, and I didn't even touch the surface because there's a lot more. Wow. That's all I can say. That's, that is a plethoric mouthful. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, those, those are all, all very hot, very hot. Um, one of the things that, uh, when you were going through the list, one of the things that uh, jumped out at me is when you were talking about how the wisdom is supposed to come from the older people. Well, okay. The one thing, the one thing that I noticed about that, and that is true. That is true. Um, that is the way it's supposed to go. But what I realized today is that it is a brand new day. It's a, it's, it's a different completely from when I was growing up. 
if you will. I'm 53 years old. So things were substantially different, uh, me coming up as a young man, um, than they are today. Um, you have people my age who are actually acting like teenagers. Um, so the youth of our day are missing, are really missing out on that quote unquote, uh, wisdom that you were talking about because of the fact that these older people, and it's not everybody, but it's a good number of people, older people who are vicariously living their lives, um, as a young person that they weren't allowed to become for whatever reason. Um, you got young people, you got older people who got caught up at an early age and spent the majority of their life in the penitentiary. So now that they're out, they're trying to get that stuff back. So they're living their life almost, uh, uh, essentially all over again. And because of that, there are a lot of our youth and people my age that are actually missing out on that necessary wisdom that we need. Also, um, we just have a different mindset. The mindset is different today. It's a totally totally, totally different mindset. And again, we're living that are not acting our age. Um, We're trying to do everything. And it's not even, the sad part is, it's not just the Gentile or the people of the world that this applies to. We have this going on right in the body of Christ. There are so many um, um, different things happening in the body of Christ. My concern, if you will, is the body of Christ, for real. Um, The things that are happening in the world, we should not be shocked by, okay? But when these things that are happening in the world have crept or found their way somehow in the church or in the body of Christ or in the dynamics of, quote, unquote, the religious sect. Now we have a problem. Um, We talked about racism a little bit. There's so many different things we could touch. The racism is probably stronger in the body of Christ than it is in the world. Because it's subtle. It's subtle. It's not it's not an in your face racism. It's a subtle racism. So that is more damaging than somebody who will call you a nigga right to your face. Okay? So um yeah, so there there are so many things, so many things, um, and so many issues that um, are present today. Um, Let me share something that um, 
wasn't brought up. Actually, it's part of the racism piece. Something I heard on the news today here in Cincinnati, there's a, um, a school district here called Forest Hills. Forest Hills School District. This is what they did. They banned any form of anti-racism teaching. Yeah, that's going across the country now. Yeah. So this that, that right there is huge. That's huge. I can't I can't fathom in my mind why you would do that. Why would you do that when uh racism is so prevalent in this country? You know, why would you ban the teaching the, the different teachings of it? That that don't make sense to me. We're doing we're doing some things that are so blatant that are so blatantly against the people of color that it's sad. It's sad. And also, um, and like I said, you you opened up uh, several cans of worms. This racism thing. I mean, not racism, but the uh, the homosexuality thing. The uh, LG. Uh, I don't even know what that is, but anyway. Um, LGBT. LGBT. Okay. 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 And, and uh, we'll go with that. It, 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 it's a, a lesbian, gay, uh, LGBT, bisexual. <laughs> but anyway, brothers and sisters, I want to touch on something you were saying earlier, and transsexual is, is the other one. But uh, oh man, you're right. It it's is, coming right it down is very What was that? Yeah, I said you was, you were coming down right right down my street when you said that transsexual thing because I had a. Transsexual experience yeah. today, and all, all of these things is horrible. Not one of them is worse than the other. All of these can destroy your nation. Not just one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just pick poison. Pick your poison. Those that's arguing about Apostle Paul, not trying to write out Paul. If you write out Paul, you're missing half of the Bible almost. Half right. the testament anyway. <laughs> And right. uh, we we were definitely in some confusion. If Apostle Paul words were not authentic, we in very we in big trouble. So tonight, brothers and sisters, we're just gonna take our time and just open up like an onion, just open up piece by piece, and just shed light on again things we know for sure. And I'm sure Purcell feel this way, but if there's something we don't know, we probably won't talk about it. We want to share Absolutely things tonight not. that we know that have been a blessing. I want to uh, I want to let you go ahead and finish what you were saying, but uh, remember this is current events, so we want to. I, I would love to if I could set a target amount of about ten uh, ten ten issues, ten challenges, ten mountains, if you will, that are facing us the the the, the biggest mountains, the biggest challenges. And shed some light on it. That would be a successful show to me because it's not just one thing. And one, I don't want to dwell on too on, on one thing too much because it may not be relevant. You know, some people don't even understand homosexuality. They're, they're far from it. They don't have any. Um, 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 it's just that's not their thing. Okay, so 
I don't I don't want to spend too much time on that. I don't want to spend too much time talking about Apostle Paul and, and his words versus Jesus or Yeshua because people can read their Bible out of them. So let's get as much as we can. I'm going to let you go first since you already got the mic in your hand. What 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 is more pressing to you as a minister of the gospel, being up there in Cincinnati, living your life? Uh, I know for a fact you're a, a good husband. You love your wife. I know for a fact you've raised some very good, mannerable kids, children. Uh, we we've had a, a chance to kind of do this thing real personal and close up with each, with our families. So, what's on your heart, uh, 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 minister? Well, I tell you what. Um, again, my uh, my concern is the body of Christ um, and the lack of interest uh, from the world. Now, let me ask you this. I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this because people are listening, and a lot of folks don't even go to church. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, most mm-hmm. of the listeners. Don't even understand that phrase, body of Christ. They're not saved. So I need you to tell them why you spend so much time talking about the body of Christ on the show where folks are not in the body of Christ. I mean, I, I would think you would say they need to be, and, and that's the number one, you know, we have the answer, but I'm, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. So why should they be concerned about the body of Christ, and they don't even know what it means. They're not in church. They go to strip clubs. They don't go to church at all. They can't stand the church. I told you one of the concerns of a lot of our young people, they're saying preachers are greedy. But you have this thing when you come on the show, you talk a lot about the body of Christ. And I agree with you, by the way. But I'm saying for those listening who are not churchgoers, talk to them. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you like this. This is what I understand. I understand that you don't have to be in the body of Christ to be concerned about the body of Christ. What I mean by that, okay? So glad you asked. What is concerning to them is what they understand the body of Christ to look like, okay? And because the body of Christ or the body of believers or that sect or group of people who have chosen to accept Christ as their personal savior and to live their life according to scripture. Okay. This is, this is considered to be the body of Christ. Okay. Now, again, I say you don't have to be in the body of Christ to be concerned about the body of Christ because the mission is to win as many our mission as believers. It's to win some, okay? The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. It is our responsibility to make this gospel or make this body of Christ experience compelling enough to the unbeliever so that they would be um, um, intrigued enough to want to know what must I do to be saved. My, my okay. issue, this, this is my issue. 
My issue is we are not doing a very good job at that, at making this gospel or this body of Christ compelling enough. Okay. All right. right. Let let me do this. Bear with me, because what I'm going to do, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to put us on a timer. Okay. I'm going to put us on a 10-minute timer. We're going we're gonna to try to handle. Um, you got to hear 10, my point 20, before, you can, 10, before we can do anything Right, else. but what I'm saying okay. is to say what we're not doing per se, remember, this is current events. People are tuning in for answers to talk about how we're dropping the ball, to talk about how we don't need to do this, to talk about make, that's not get. I want to. I want to talk about a problem, which you say we're not in the body of Christ like we need to be, and what it would take to get us in the body of Christ. Not how the saints is dropping the ball as to why we're not in the body of Christ. You know what I mean? Well, again. So what I want to do, I'm well, gonna let you finish your. I'm gonna let you finish your point, but I want to get on. Why should they? Why? What are they missing? What's in it for me? That's the caller saying. What's in it for me? I'm tuning into this blog. What's in it for me? That's way. That's way people think. What's in it for me? Not what y'all doing to mess up to not where I won't see nothing in it for me. But what's in it for me for real? So go ahead and finish your point. Okay. Make it less than right. a minute. Then we're going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to be the center tonight. Okay. Again, uh, my point was getting to. Okay, behold, uh, what will help us in that area, okay? Um, What I was saying was we're not doing a good job of that. Actually, I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit. So let me see if I can recapture it. Um, um, We as the body of believers, okay, here's, here's what's missing. And it's, I believe, the number one component, okay? The Bible teaches us that that's the way that they will know you. Who is they? The unbeliever will know who? Know the people of the body of Christ or the followers of Christ. The scripture says, by the love that we show one to another. My point is, that is actually the compelling factor. Okay, once we can, dis- once we, as a, as the body of believers, come together in that manner, okay, and we uh, we uh, make it more about Christ and less about our idiosyncrasies gotcha. amongst one another. Okay. All right, so that's what we're doing, dropping the ball and not able to reach the loss. Okay, so the loss tune in now, and they're looking for something to benefit them and theirs. The, the, deal, the deal I like about you is you're a package to me. This is how I feel about you personally. You're addressing the body of Christ. It's almost like you feel like, man, I ain't got nothing to say to the world. I'm talking to the body of Christ. My beef is with the body of Christ. If we can do this, the body of Christ. And I want people to know that we need this message that you have in your heart. You're very relevant. So I want to show people in another unique way 
how relevant you are to our conversation. Because I know some people say, hey, brother, I was talking to the body of Christ. Man, I don't even go to church. So tonight is your night, so to speak, because we don't have any co-hosts. Just as yet, I told everybody earlier that a lot of our co-hosts just uh, are, are a lot of things popping up, y'all. So we just have Purcell tonight. Again, you're tuning to the Five Social Network. I'm Brother Seth, the creator of the other network. And uh, tonight we're talking about current events, and we're going to try to cover as many as possible. Right now we're talking about this particular topic, we don't mean we have to stay on this topic, everybody. If you have a concern, call us, 914-205-5555. One more time, 914-205-5590, and you can join into the, in the conversation. If you're in the chat room, just type your question, I'll see it, and I'll advertise your question for you. So, Purcell, those that are listening and saying, Brother, I ain't trying to hear no church. I ain't trying to hear nobody of Christ. Y'all the biggest hypocrites. That's number one. Why don't you go to church, young black man, or, or older black man, really, or, or, you know, it's mostly a women thing. So let's talk to the black men. Why aren't you in church? And folks, again, if you listen to this to, to this show and you know, you don't fit that description, again, you can learn still something by knowing what's happening with people that you work with every day, why black men are not interested in church. Well, Purcell, you have you have the mic. Why should I be interested? You just talking about stuff y'all ain't doing. You just talked about things y'all should be doing you ain't doing. So why should I join you guys? Why should I be coming to a church and you're talking about the lack of love and the lack of this and the hypocrisy and racism? You just got through saying there's more racism in the church than in the world, bro. Well, how I look join that organization? How I look? How I look, that's man? My, that's my point exactly. That's my point exactly. So talk that's to important. them why they still why they still should be a part of this fellowship and this Christ and this and this so-called church which is really the people right right and i think what happens is i think we put too much emphasis on church okay the four walls but here's what i'm concerned about what here's here's what and i'm going to start the timer right now we're going to go 10 minutes here's, starting the timer right now let's go here's what i want to speak to i want to speak to the heart of the individual okay okay so what I'm mostly concerned about is the heart of the man. Why? Because that's what God is concerned about. God is concerned about the heart of the man. It is it is most important for my heart to be right. Even outside of the body of Christ, it's important for me to have a heart of gold. Okay? That's whether I profess to be uh, a believer or not. Because the first thing I want to deal with is the mind of the man. That's where we have to start. Okay? So forget about all of the things that's not happening abroad in the body of Christ. Okay? Forget about that. And you want to personalize it. because Mainly because this thing is personal. It's personal. The Bible told us before we even come to him, we must first believe that he is. 
This is another scripture that helped me understand things a little bit differently. The Bible said every man must be fully persuaded in his own mind. It is, it is more important that your heart is right than you are connected to a local body. Let me say that again. It's more important that your heart is right. Okay? That even, that even applies to the world. If you are shady, uh, unreliable, um, slew-footed, lying demon, devil, in the world, even the world don't want to deal with you. Okay? okay. The beautiful thing so, so. is God sees you finished. God sees you finished. Why? Because he created you. And when he created you, he wants you to understand that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. So God sees the heart of the man, okay? So it's the heart of the individual that is first being dealt with. It's the heart. Once, once, once God captures your heart, then he can use you in the body of Christ. To be a light Because the Bible also said In that same chapter That I quoted in the very beginning The 5th chapter of Matthew The 14th verse says That we're the light of the world We're a city Set on a hill That cannot be hid We are the creme de la creme That's why you want to be a part of the body of Christ Because we are the, 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 the creme de la creme. We are the chosen people. We are a royal priesthood. See, problem a lot of times, a lot of the problem is we have not been taught who we are. Why? Because we've, we've taken bits and pieces okay. of Christ out okay. of the equation. Please allow me to do this, Percy. I'm going to be a little, little stern, only because I want to compact this in 10 minutes. I know it's a little rushed, but, like, if you really listen, you're still saying what, we're, in, not, what we're not. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, no, I will. But what I want to talk about, repeat what you just said. What you just said, please. Uh. We've not been taught. We've not been taught properly. Okay, this is what this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You're right. When you say we have not been taught, or those that's not interested in going to church or being a part of the body of Christ has not been, they haven't been taught. That's again something we're doing, and they still don't see the benefit. So if the show ends Mm -hmm. right now, they still don't know the benefit. So what I want to do tonight is share the benefit. Of why they should be. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna go go now, and I'm gonna jump out. But I I I, I like it's almost like I'm interviewing you. I want to be devil's advocate. I want to be that person that don't want to have no holler for the church. So let me just share with you what I'm saying. I think they need. Number one, they need to know they're destroying themselves. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, really, really, when you when you when you hang up this show, 
it's not I'm not saying everything you do is destructive, listener, but I guarantee you if you're not seeking a higher wisdom from the most high and the scriptures have proven to be that and the Holy Spirit have been testified to be the thing to res to rev uh to reveal those scriptures. If you're not following that higher wisdom, and I know sometimes you can get words and knowledge and, and insight that's not in the scriptures per se, but it's still going to line up with the scriptures. If you're not living that kind of life, you're living a destructive life. The problem with sin, if, if, you, if, and if I can use that term sin, which means to violate the word, you, a lot of us, a lot of our people is violating the word, and some of you are because you don't even know the word. If I'm at, at, at six years old and I have to do, I have to be around people like Purcell to remind me, who are you to say I don't need the scriptures? I've seen 60 years of living and I still feel like I am a child in some regard. I know some of y'all out there, you listen to the Middle East to teaching and this and that and, and all, and that's all good. A lot of that does line up with the scriptures. But some people are out here living off the pleasure principle. I think Prince sing that. Somebody, one of them, the pleasure principle, whatever feels good, do it. That is one of the most destructive things our people could have ever got a hold of. What feels good can kill you. I mean, if not quickly, slowly. So this blog tonight is to share, again, within a 10-minute little time frame we put ourselves on, and it is to talk about those of you that have issues against the body of Christ. In these local assemblies, these churches, what the pastor is supposed to be doing is sharing with you the love of the Father, showing you all the great things that we do enjoy, victories we have right now, folks sitting beside you at these churches that really did overcome in this area, in that area, through truth, through seeing things the way they really are. On the streets, they say, we just keep it real. No, 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 they don't keep it real. The church is who keeps it real because we serve a real father, and he sees things the truly the way they are. Our problem is, I'm going back to you, Purcell, I think with a lot of the people that's, uh, that's written off the church is they don't understand. The whole purpose of all these billions of people seeking after this God in the temples, in these churches, in these mosques or wherever, they're trying to get a hold of the truth, reality, the real reality. Yes, it's real, there's evil in the world, but there's evil in the world because a lot of people are out of touch with reality. The reality is there is a God. He loves you. If he wanted to destroy you, you'd have been gone a long time ago. He is trying his best all around you to talk to you, but you can't hear him because of distractions in your life. Every once in a while, he'll break through, and he'll speak through one of us like he is doing right now on this show. So, I had to learn this when I was 18, 19, 20, early teens, no matter what age, because we all go through this at various ages in our life. We need to hear 
from our Father that manufactured, that made us. He loves us. The Bible, the, the, the scientists and doctors say that our organ is trying to reproduce after soft. We get new skin every year. We're, our bodies are still trying to live forever. If God wanted to destroy us, he would stop that process and all of us would just be decaying even faster. So Purcell can finish, but I just want to end with saying this, and I'm going to go back to playing devil's advocate, and Purcell, I'm going to talk to you and come at you a little harder. But those of you, well, so many things running off out of my mind, I can't even think. I'll just say this. Right, right. Okay, there's a 10-minute limit. See how quick it goes? So, so what we're going to do, I'm going to break my rule. I'm going to go, I'm going to do another five-minute timer. Okay, we got it. five minutes to lock this up. So if I could if somebody say, you got five minutes, I'll say this, and I'm going to let Priscilla have these five minutes. But real quick, those of you watching preachers and the greediness of them is robbing from yourself. It's almost like you're putting a gun on yourself and you're robbing, taking stuff out of your own house or your own kid's mouth. You're robbing from yourself. Because just because a person have a problem with managing money, it don't mean that their words is not really revolutionary. Really, wouldn't if they're speaking the words of God, it still can transform you. Now, I wouldn't say stay there if you know for sure he's taking money, but don't give up on the church establishment. All those people that that's assembled there to hear from God and they're crying out for God, maybe not physically crying, but in their heart, they're looking for an answer. That right there all by itself is a principle to gather as a people, to hear, just to hear, just gathering. That's a type of seeking. Now, I know some of them come there for all type of crazy reasons. You understand that? But there's a lot of them that are seeking. And that'll rub off on some of y'all. Because some of y'all you don't really know yet. But if you go around those that are seeking, you become a seeker. And the Bible talks about if we want, if we, in order to find him, we have to seek him with all our heart. So, Percy, I'm going to put the ball back in your court, and I'm going to go back to playing devil's advocate. Any comments, first of all, you have to say on anything I said. Remember, we're on a timer. We got like three minutes right now left. First of all, let me explain the importance of the church, okay, the church uh, assembly, okay? Number one, I believe it's Hebrews, the 12th chapter and 24th verse that says, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, okay? So number one, you come together to exhort one another, okay? What does that mean? That means we come together to encourage one another. Here's, here's, the body of Christ is just a bunch of imperfect people that are following after the perfect God. And we are on a mission, number one, to obtain the mind of Christ. It's, it's that simple. Uh, I cannot obtain the mind of Christ if I not put myself in a position to receive and understand 
the mind of Christ. I drive, let me make this point. I drive a Buick uh, LaCrosse, okay? When there's something that goes wrong with that Buick, what I tend to do is I tend to take it back to the Buick dealer and allow them to assess it. Why? Because they are the manufacturer. Okay? That is the same principle that we do as human beings. We need to go back to the manufacturer. Anytime we're going to an alternate uh, solution, we are separated from God, which is simply the definition of sin is to be separated from God or separated from the manufacturer. Who better to whip me into shape or get me into the place where I need to be or to share with me the information, necessary information for my growth than the manufacturer. I need to go back to the manual. Go straight to the manual. It don't make sense for me to call my buddy and I can go to the manual. See, mentioned about looking at these preachers. First of all, we need to look inward. Okay, let's look at let's look at ourselves. Why? Because Second Timothy two and fifteen, this is the very first scripture God taught me when I got saved, April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety two. This scripture said in Second Timothy two and fifteen to study to show yourself approved. A workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show yourself approved. This this walk is personal, man. I can't I cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough. You cannot look down your road and point out all of the flaws of each and every individual in your role and have not dealt with the issues that you have within you. See, this is what makes a sound believer. This is what keeps us from double-mindedness. When we know who we are, when we understand how we function, when we understand our weaknesses, and when we understand our strengths, then we begin to speak and uh, uh, operate in the body of Christ as a conduit of change, okay? It's then, once you begin to see who you are and understand who you are and you succumb to, uh, succumb to, the understanding of who he is as as father. See, there's so many different dynamics that go into this 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 salvation thing. It's, it's just so many different dynamics. And what we did was we skipped so many steps. But we have to, at this point, 
I need to know that he's okay. my father. I need to see him. I, in order for me to uh, uh, respond to him as a son, I need to know that he's my father. Yeah. Amen. See? So it's so many different it's so many different little loopholes that we gotta come back and fill back in. And that's what Well let me say this. Well, let me say this first, because we're gonna cover some, we're gonna cover some other issues, and I know, folks, we can do three shows on this without even stopping, probably three hours apart. I mean, this is right here. I just want to just shed a little light, a little light. Uh, 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 we just unfortunately we can't share the big light because there's so much going on. This is current events, and some people are saved, and they, they don't even. They don't even have a mind to go back into the world and they listen to the show, and they're concerned about some of these other issues. So I want you to go ahead and come to a pause. I'm going to quickly comment behind you, and we're going to switch topics. So uh give you about another 60 seconds, and then I'm going to come behind you in a couple of minutes, and then we'll move on to something else, the pressing issues. Again, you've turned to the Fossils on Network. This is Brother Seth. Tonight we're talking about current events, and you see we're talking about a major one. And that is our young people not trying to hear the church at all. We talked about a few others early in the show, but right now we're on this. And Purcell, go right ahead, please. Uh, those of you that about one more thing, those of you that want to comment, you have a question for Purcell, go ahead or myself. Go ahead and call the phone number nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh one more time. Nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh. Go right here, Purcell. One minute, please. Purcell, go ahead. One minute, please. Okay. Yeah, we we have. Here's the beautiful thing, though. We have several more people with the mind I got. Okay, and they're called the remnant. Okay, we have several group of groups of people who are actually interested in what I'm interested in, and we are on a mission to turn this thing around. We're on a mission to turn this thing around, and with the help of the Father, um, there is hope. Why? Because the hope that I understand is found in the book of Jeremiah, the 20, 29th verse. Jeremiah 29, 11, that says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. This is the Father talking to us. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They're thoughts of good and not evil. Thoughts, to give you one translation, says a hope and a future. And another translation says a hope and an expected end. So, see, he always causes us to triumph. His best interest is our uh, victory. His best interest for us is, is our victory. So we, we are actually in a fixed fight. We just have to come in line. We're in a fixed fight. We are in, we are, are uh, 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 we're in a perfect position. We're right for the picking. We're not a lost cause. 
He is the God of all flesh. This is what I need you to understand. Person, this, I'm speaking to the person who don't want nothing to do with it. He is the God of all flesh, and there is nothing too hard for him. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And your Amen. victory is his reward. That's simple. That's simple. So well, let's, let me just say this. And we'll put Go ahead. What are you saying? Just get your heart right. Just get your heart right. God is concerned about your heart. Let me just say this, and, not, and Priscilla, excuse me, please be patient with me for, for rushing through this, but again, there's current events, lots going on, lots of people are saved, listen to the show, this show kind of caters to believers, but we do get folks that are not in that, in that loop, they don't know, they just like the topics because we're talking about something, you know, so, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, just to talk about some other, just to finish up, uh, Put a bow on what Purcell was saying. I think a lot of people that are just done with the church and with God and the Bible and preachers and Christians, I think it's four main questions they have. If we can address these four questions, we probably get the whole world into believing in this God and following the scriptures and being very, 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 very happy and peaceful like a lot of us have enjoyed over the years. Not saying we got it all together, not saying every area of our life is peachy cream. But there is that joy that I know that I have knowing that I know someone. It's almost like I can't fight, but I got a big brother. So let's just talk about yeah. four things really quick and look at my clock and try to put myself on the timer. So let's try this in less than two minutes. Number one, folks need to understand, is God real? That needs to be answered. The Bible says you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder for them that diligently seek him. One more time, the scripture talks about in order to get we first must believe that there is a God and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek. You got to believe that. You got to start out the gate with that. Well, folks, I can tell you that nature, the Bible says, nature itself speaks of there being a God. I think some of y'all actually believe, I think it's actually hard to be an atheist, much harder than it is to be a believer. So I'm going to take, I'm going to say, venture out and to say that a lot of people believe, but it's complicated. They don't understand this God. And so they're frustrated with the whole thing. They don't like thinking about it. They don't like talking about it. So when somebody talk about the God or the church or the especially somebody like Percy talking about the body of Christ, they cringe because they don't want to hear none of that. But it don't mean Purcell ain't on the sun. It just means that they got issues with the most high. So first of all, you got to resolve that. You got to know that there is a God. Just because you're frustrated with the matter, that don't mean there isn't God. So I'm going to venture to say most people do believe. You're breaking up, Sam. Second part. Okay. Let me know if I continue to break up. Let me know. Please let me know. It's very important. All right. Um, the next thing people want to know is, do he know me? Yeah, I believe there's a higher power, but do he know me? Do he deal with me? Do he know my family? 
do you know my challenges? And Prince said you got a little noise in the background there. I hear you. They want to know, do he know me? Do he know me? You may want to mute me, Purcell, if you're not talking. For real, I can hear you. They want to know, do he know me? And I think the more you listen to this broadcast and shows like this, you're going to realize that the Father not only knows you, but he's all up in your business. Brothers and sisters, a lot of things happen around you. It's because of the Father. He's the most loving thing that exists for you. He's pro you when you against yourself. You're one of your enemies. You're probably your biggest enemy. The Most High have never given up on you. If you look, I know you say, I looked, I looked. No, look again and look closer. He's working for your good. People you're meeting, even this blog. Things we're saying, it's resonating with you. Quit playing. He's all up in your affairs. Accept it. Quit trying to explain stuff away because you have a rebellious heart. And and by the way, just because you have a rebellious heart doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you're frustrated with the whole thing. A lot of people aren't rebellious per se. If they understood there is a God and he loves me, they wouldn't be rebellious. Rebelliousness sometimes have to do with frustration with the whole thing. So that's number one, is there a God? Number two, does he know me? Number three, can I, now that I know there's a God, let's just say you know that, now you know he loves you. Well, the next thing is, is very normal, and we're wrapping this up, how do I know him? How I learn? How do I know how to please him? So now I believe there's a God, I believe he's he loves me, and he is in my life, but I don't it's still frustrating because you don't know how to please him. You don't know when he's mad at you or not. You may be one of the people that believe there is a God, believe that he loves you, but that he's mad at you right now because of your sin. So if you're sinning all the time, you may think, well, I believe there's a God, number one. Number two, I believe he loves me, but I think he's not blessing me because of my sin. Well, that's just almost as bad as not believing there's a God because all you're going to do is go through trouble, trouble, trouble. you got to understand the whole purpose of Christ coming in, taking away the sins from affecting between your relationship with the Father. So now you can go through Christ and still have a relationship with the Father. The only way he can basically look at us is through Christ. So you need to be taught. You need to be taught his word. And hopefully we're doing this tonight with all these shows we've done. It's teaching the word how the Father really, truly, truly sent his son to make relation relating to him more easier. We don't come in our own behalf, our own name. We come on the behalf of who Christ is. And that's what allows us to pray for him. And the Bible talks about that Christ, he is there for us. It's like an attorney. We always have a present arguing our case. The Bible says he was tempted in all ways that he may be able to succor or, 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 or defend or protect before the Father us. Lack of still word. breaking up. Okay, uh, man, this is crazy. Well, tell you what, we'll take a little break here right after this last one. Priscilla, let me know if I'm, I'm going to just quickly. I'm going to talk. I don't know what to do. Y'all got this new headset, but don't worry, everybody. We got a landline coming. Uh, Percy, I'm going to try to say this last one, take a little break, and I'm going to reboot everything. But the last one is, can I trust him? Can I trust him? 
I mean, excuse me, can I trust his people? Can I trust his people? Go ahead and take uh, your question. So, you, you, you're breaking up. You're breaking up bad. Okay. All right, folks, take a little break. We'll be right back. Again, you tune to the Five Zone Network. We'll be right back. Sorry about this, everybody, but we just got to take a little break. Percy, why don't you go ahead and just share on that one? Uh, again, uh, can you? how can you trust the people of God? Do it in less than two minutes, and then we'll take the break. Please, please, two minutes. Okay, folks, and we're back. Uh, Priscilla, can you hear me now, brother? A little better? Uh, you're still breaking up. Okay. So what I'm going to do, everybody, I'm going to take take my headset off. And uh, yeah, you still I apologize, up. everybody, but um, I don't know what's going on, but I get these headaches, brothers and sisters, whenever I do these shows. Um difficulties, but um, that that uh, that happens. That happens. Uh, but we're gonna go on in Jesus' name. Um, while while he's actually uh, working on those uh, technical difficulties, let me share this thought uh, just to just to finish up uh, what we were talking about. I had this thought this week, um, and it was a very sobering thought um, as it relates to uh, the responsibility that that Jesus the Christ took on for us. And 
thought was about the blood. We talk about how the blood covered a multitude of sin. And yeah. as I began to think about this thought, I thought about how what I believe that we don't put enough emphasis on the blood. So when I began to think about this, I was reminded of the scripture that taught me uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse number 22 says, without the shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sin. In other words, there would be no forgiveness for sin. Okay? And then I remembered how Jesus the Christ actually went to the cross willingly. He went willingly as a human being. He was given us an assignment by the Father, and he willingly accepted his assignment, which was to die, to hang, bleed, and die for each and every one of us. Okay? He willingly accepted the challenge. Now, here's the thought that I had. I thought because of his humanness or his humanity, I said, and I think I had this conversation with Seth earlier this week. He, okay. He had to have had a conversation with himself. And part of the conversation was, just, just for time's sake, was this. Man, what are you doing? What if I what if, what in the world have I gotten myself into? Man, what if what if? He said, Self, what if? What if I'm doing all of this for nothing? Huh. With all of those thoughts in his mind, he still went to the cross and died for you and me. He still went through all of the lashes and the beating for you and me. With that thought in mind, I, I mean, he had to. He was human. But then, because of the deity in him, he asked the question. He said, does he know who I am? I can guarantee you that in that moment, in all of his deity, he said to himself, no, I ain't doing this for nothing. James, I know James will appreciate it. Seth, I know Seth. Yes, yeah, Seth. Seth, I know Seth. I know Seth will appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, oh, and Purcell over there in Cincinnati? Oh, yeah, I know he appreciates what I'm doing. Oh, I know it. I know it. But my point is, for the one, if he had that thought for the one, just think about that one was probably you. He had that thought about you. Why? Because he absolutely knows your name. 
he absolutely knows the number. He has your the hairs on your head numbered. He catches your tears in a bottle. This is how much he cares for us. So don't think for a minute that God has forgotten about you. Don't think for a minute that he's, he doesn't understand your plight. He doesn't understand your situation. Don't think for a minute, not for a minute, because what he did, he did willingly with you in mind. Even with the uncertainty Powerful, powerful, powerful Powerful, powerful Whether or not It would be appreciated So Seth is back We got Seth back You sound great Seth Um, uh, I just wanted to to Plug that little piece there Because when I got that thought this week It gave me a a whole different perspective On my appreciation For number one The blood that was shed For me and the and and the assignment that Christ embraced for me. So yeah, well, totally I, I, I can I can take I can say I can say this, Priscilla. Uh, again, I don't know how many people would actually appreciate it because we've been walking through the law for a while, and we say the blood, we know what it means, and it's very dear to us. We can get emotional. Um, we can listen to nine more thousand messages on it because we understand what it means. We know about the Israelites as a people. The father bad at them, upset with their sins and how they killed. He told them to offer up a sacrifice. And when they offered their sacrifice, basically the father took out their sins upon this little innocent lamb, goat, a bull, and um, he wiped away their sins. And so Christ come on the scene thousands of years later dies once and for all for sin and is taken away out of the picture and there's not a lot of understanding as to what that means so we those of us been going to church for all these years we've been here we've heard 1800 messages on it and we got a crystal clear understanding of how valuable spilling of his blood was and the taking away of all sin. And so somebody tuning in tonight uh, that don't know the Father or don't want to hear nothing about no church, don't want to hear nothing about no Bible, I think a lot of times it's because for self-confusion. Uh, it's not that they don't want to obey the Father, they don't want to know God, they just don't. They just they feel like that he, he exists, but again, do he know me? Uh, and if you do know me, okay, how do I get to know him? Can I trust this Bible that's been translated by da 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 da? Who wrote the Bible? They say in the first place. That's what they always say. Who wrote the Bible in the first place? They don't trust the Bible. The one way you can get to know the Father, they don't even know that the Christ said that the Holy Spirit was sent here to reveal the Father. If there was no Bible on the earth, you still have the opportunity to get to know the Father by accepting His Spirit. By accepting the Holy yeah. Spirit, and you don't even have to yeah. know His name. You just have to accept this, accept what the Father offers you. Uh, 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 when I say you have to know His name, what I mean is you don't have to know the that it's called the Ruach Hakodesh. You can just say, "Father, give me all you have," 
So they want to know how do I know him. And then last thing I think a lot of people want to know that is not in church and not interested in church since this is one of our current events uh, in the lives of people. They want to know can I trust his people, his representative. And this is where we dropped the ball. And this is what Purcell was kind of hitting on earlier, and we switched gears. Yeah, we are dropping the ball. Pastors are dropping the ball. Apostles, teachers are dropping the ball. They're sleeping with, with the saints. They're taking money from the saints. They're doing everything imaginable evil can do. But does that mean that the words that they teach are not necessarily true? I can't say that. Because they could have walked with the Father, got victory in their life, really was living that life, and then they turned down the wrong road through heartache, maybe they lost a, a mother, a father, or their loved one, or maybe their wife walked out on. Something happened in their life to where they begin to not walk the straight and narrow, but they still have the knowledge. You still can learn. I'm not saying stay at a church where your pastor's doing these things. Once you find out, I think you are required to do something about it, and it may mean leave. But really think it, think it through, because look at you. you got issues in your life that's not this, that, and you're talking all the time to people. Should they listen to you? Well, I they say, should they listen up. to you? Huh? Or they just got caught up. They're still in this, wrapped in this flesh. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, still, they're, they're so still. I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this, and first, I just excuse me because I want to only cover at least one more topic before we go. I just do. I just think it's yeah, just. Yeah, let's do it. I would like it. This is, this is about maybe the fifth, or fourth thing we covered. So, uh, let share share with me anything else for say on your heart, on your spirit. I'm gonna let you pick, and then I'm gonna go with one. I'm gonna try to go with one for seven. Go, and we got about. Oh, 25 minutes left, so maybe we can get 10 minutes on each one of them, okay? And I will put the timer out just for this. All right, so I want to address uh, uh, no more, not enough money. Per se, I've been going for a while, so let me address not enough money. Not You're enough money. Up I know I just – oh, boy, this is not good. Again, folks, i got a landline coming to order. So um, – you're breaking up. Hey, You're breaking up real bad, sir. Okay, go ahead, Purcell, and uh, talk about uh, something on your heart, and I'll be right back. We'll try it again. Um, let's see. What was the? What was one of the other things? Uh, I'll one call of the back. other things that you. One of the other things that you brought up was um, a current event, which was one of the this Roe versus Wade. Um, this is a major, a major um, shift. It's a major shift. Uh, it's causing a uh, substantial risk in several different areas. I know in uh, the state of Kentucky, they've done some some protesting. It's a major protest protesting in the Commonwealth state of Kentucky. Um. There's a huge um, uh, discrepancy whether or not a woman should be able to um, choose uh, what to do with her body. Um, 
I know this is this is a big one right here that causes you to scratch your head a little bit, and it's like, okay, well, what if she was raped? You know, um, what if she was abused, sexually abused, and ended up pregnant? Um, what if she's 10 years old and she was sexually abused and impregnated? And it's like, what do you expect her to do? I mean, what, I mean, what, what then? And, um, even that scenario, I would say has nothing to do with the child because it wasn't the child's, uh, uh, choice. It wasn't the the child's choice. Child didn't ask to be conceived, you know, um, but it is going to be necessary, I believe, to put uh, safety nets out there for that scenario. Uh, somehow we're going to have to be able to uh, protect that little 13-year-old because that can be a traumatic experience for her to have that uh-huh. child, you know, that could be a very traumatic um so there has to be some type of uh solution set up to um, to to help her help her sanity you know um, it's true so that, true. that that's what i believe that's what i believe i mean and not only for the little the little thirteen year old um, that could be traumatic for for an adult, an adult female, you know, to be you know what Purcell? to be raped. I think, and I think a lot of people use that scenario to justify the whole abortion thing. And I, I want I want you to tell me what you think of this. There's there's a lot of solutions. Humanity is no joke. They can come up with solutions when they want to, and this is something I think I, I came up with. Number one, if a person is getting an abortion or was, no, no, they happen to have a kid because they no longer, happen to have a child because they no longer, maybe they was raped, like you say, or some weird scenario. I think this is where we have to come together as humans and help raise. This village have to step up. Yes, yeah. you're going to have to bring a bunch of unwanted children. If they, it should be, pastors should make an announcement. If any of our young people get pregnant, and we hope that that don't happen, but folks, we got to be there for them. Maybe they don't say it out loud where the young people can hear it and say, oh, no, I can have a baby. I can always get help. But it needs to be a, a, a conversation among the elders. If this go down, we are going to help this child, right. meaning the young, young right. parent. So if you got a church that vowed to help, the young lady probably should come before the church not in an embarrassing way like the Kojic do, but some kind of way it needs to be made known that she need help, and everybody needs to vow to help some kind of way. That's how you, and and and, and we just got to teach stronger principles about sex and having sex before marriage. It's gonna sound corny and old fashioned, but if not, I promise you, Roe versus Wade, it is the right decision. They should have reversed it. <laughs> 
But when you got a decadent society like we have it, 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 it actually it, it is never a time to suck babies out of a woman. I don't care what the the reason is. So it's wrong. See how I'm see how I'm pussyfooting around this. Even I have gotten soft by this decadent society to murder a baby. Just the Eliana was on the show yesterday, and she spoke about how she had had an abortion. She just shared out of her own heart, and she called herself a murderer. And she talked about how the father had to heal her guilt, from guilt, and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, that's what it is. We need to say it boldly from the pulpit. Quit messing around with it. Quit fetus and da da da. It's murder. We need to do it. And I think if people know it's yeah. murder. They're more apt to not have sex, or and I'm not even on this protective sex thing because that 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 breaks, that falls apart. Got to be solid with your belief system. Absolutely, right. no sex before marriage. Those that do it, just know this can happen, and you're going to be in the hands of your church to help raise a baby, or you're going to be in the hands of your family to help raise a baby. But you're going to have that baby. You're going to have that baby. You're going to have that baby, I said, because there's no more abortions. You're going to have the baby. Young ladies and young fathers, you're going to have the baby. Get somebody pregnant, the baby is coming. You're going to have the baby. Now, what that means, superstar type, they're going to start talking about stronger condom awareness, blah, blah, blah. But I still think I'm old school. Is it hard? Yes, because we're in this Babylon's belly. And everybody has sex before marriage. Everybody. It's like you're not a man unless you, you know, it's just stupid. Six or five that we live in. But I just want to get a two cents on that for self. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, the greatest um, combatant is abstinence, you know. But like you said, that's unheard of. That, that, that if you will, is a an oxymoron. It's like, what? Not have sex? Are you you tripping? I can remember. I, I, my mind just goes back to uh, the Tim Tebow era. Some of you may know who Tim Tebow is. Tim Tebow was an a very boisterous um, believer in college football, who made it known publicly that he was keeping himself. Uh, until he got married And he came up under some serious scrutiny Behind that You know it was like he was ridiculed big time For that But the, yes, interestingly but, enough huh? Interestingly enough It was the right thing He was being ridiculed For having The right frame of mind He knew That uh, sex was set apart for marriage, and he understood that, and his convictions lined up with that. And because it did, when he uh, announced that, he was brought up under scrutiny behind that, besides about that. I mean, they was making jokes about him on ESPN and everything, you know. Just because he stood on his conviction, you know. Now, it's a chance that this whole this 
decision could possibly have an adverse effect and cause these young people to say, oh, oh, you know what? I ain't about to be stuck with no kid, you know, so I'm about to chill out. That's I'm reaching. I'm reaching. But you never know. You never know what's in the mind of our young people. You never know what's in the mind of anybody, you know. Um, then you got that fearless group that's like, shoot, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just going to hit. I'm going to hit everything. I'm going to hit as much, much as I can hit. You know, we still have that careless society out here. But I think that this decision, in my opinion, is very sobering. And I think what it's gonna what it's gonna do is it's gonna cause parents get involved in the lives of their young people because these parents are gonna have to explain what's happening here. And I guarantee you when these parents explain it, especially the ones who have a solid moral compass, let me tell you something naturally about moral and immoral. All right. Now, we've got about three minutes. Per, put that in your, in your, okay. your mental okay. clock. Okay. About three minutes okay. on okay. abortion. Okay. I, I, make, this is, I make this point. Just let me make this point. There's something that I learned. I teach what's social and emotional learning in school to uh, fourth, fifth, seventh, and eighth graders, okay? Social and emotional learning. This is what I learned about, okay, there's moral. Moral means to be concerned about right and wrong, okay? Then there's this other term that I learned called, um, um, there's moral and then there's moral identity. I don't know if you all are familiar with that term, but there's moral identity. Again, moral is being concerned about right and wrong. Moral identity is what you believe is right and wrong. What's going to happen is these parents are going to tap into this moral identity. And they're going to begin to explain to their young people this situation with this Roe versus Wade and what this means. And I believe it's going to be very sobering for these young people and for these people who are very lascivious with their bodies as a whole. I think it's going to be very sobering. And it may flip the game up. I'm not sure. But I do know that this thing here is very, very sobering. And like Seth said, and like Sister Eliana said, we have to call it what it is. It actually is murder. I found myself on the end of that before. I paid for an abortion, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's very sobering. It's very sobering to think about that. Yes, you know. yes. And um, I just want to say, uh, and Priscilla, just forgive me for being on the time and thing, please. I know you can go further on that, and so can I. But we're just trying to hit as many current events as we can before the hour closes. 
Um, those of you that's tuning to the podcast on there, we appreciate it. There's going to be 10 minutes time. Now, hold on, hold on, everybody. Well, they're going to time. I was within my time. The, the, say it again. I said I heard the timer going off. I was within my time. You cut yeah, me you off. Were. Come on. Yeah. yeah, you were. You was. You was. But uh, we're going to hear just a little bit longer, maybe another minute or two, just out of fairness to you. But, but brothers and sisters, tuning to the podcast on there, we're brother Seth. We are the Israelites. Hey group of Israelites in the diaspora, scattered throughout the four corners, as the scripture says that Israel would be if they were rebellious. We believe we are truly DNA Israelites. Now, also, we know that the fathers required a higher standard for those Israelites, and that's to worship them in spirit and truth, or a.k.a., as Paul called it, spiritual Jews, and we believe we are that as well. So tonight, we're trying our best uh, in about three co-hosts to talk about current events uh, on this day, uh, June the 27th, 2022, under the Gregorian calendar, under the Hebrew calendar, Sivan the 28th. So tonight, current events, we're trying to hit as many as we can, but these are heavy, heavy things going on in our world. Hopefully y'all are, are, are listening. And uh, just ask the Father. Pray, brothers and sisters. I'm not being super spiritual, trying to have a blog. I'm serious. We're very serious tonight. Some of y'all just don't know what you're going to do. Some ladies, some of the young ladies, they don't know what they're going to do about this abortion thing. It's sobering. It's going to wake us up. And I thank the Father for it. We can stop murdering children. Yeah. Now, will there still be abortions? Yes, but it's illegal. But I think it's going to cut down somewhat because it is illegal, and, and it's going to cause some conversations at the table that wouldn't necessarily be. It's going to cause us to look at this whole thing different. Some of us have never been involved with raising children. It's going to be involved with raising children that's not necessarily our immediate family. Churches, you got to step up. Pastors, you got to step up and, and, and speak with your elders and say, listen, if it's just one of these young ladies coming up pregnant, we're not getting an abortion. We're going to help them, and we're going to train these young ladies. Okay, Purcell, I want to share something in final in closing out this show. We only have six minutes. Um, well, first of all, go ahead and take another minute on anything with regards to abortion. I do mean Purcell one minute. I don't want to put you on no timer. Just one minute, please. Final thoughts on abortion. Then we're going to switch and talk about this uh, serious, serious. Uh, um, Lack of money uh, that these young people are talking about. Lack so of what? Yourself, quickly. Money, money, money. It's not enough money. Oh, okay. It's all about the dough, all about money. Oh, okay. Go ahead, please. About abortion. Okay. One yeah. uh, now, just to just to finish up on the, the, the abortion piece. Um, uh, shoot, I uh, lost my train of thought. Um uh, it, oh, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking that this will be, in my opinion, as a believer, this will be a great opportunity for the body of Christ to stand up. Um, like you said, Seth, I think it's a great, I think it's a great thing that you said about getting together with the elders, coming together as the body of Christ, and and discussing um, how to handle this new 
situation. Um, I think that's I think that's going to be an opportunity. I think this is an opportunity for the church or the body of Christ. Uh, I, I see it as an opportunity for us to really step up and um, be the uh, agents of change that we are um, um, desiring to be. Because um, we we were indeed chosen to change the atmosphere, so I think this is an opportunity uh, for the body of yes. Christ. I think this is an opportunity for the church to really step up and uh, and be counted for real, and be counted. Well, listen, and really show the world. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, and I think you nailed that pretty good. Um, and I mean it, Purcell. Obviously. We got to step up. We better step up because it's illegal now to have abortions. It really is, folks. All right. So again, if you if you like what Purcell is saying or you want to get in on this, again, call us. Call us. Those of you that's listening online and you didn't call the phone number, call us nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. One more time, nine one two zero five 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 nine zero. If you click that link and you listen to us. And you didn't call the phone number. Just know in 90 seconds we're going to be disconnected from you. And in order to hear the rest of the show, you're going to have to wait till we finish up, and then uh, um, you can play the show again and fast forward to the part you missed. Again, like a minute to call that number. I guess you won't be able to listen to us. We only contracted to for another three minutes until we uh, uh Eight to ten, but we blog talk a lot. It's courtesy where you can roll over. So we roll over just a few, few minutes. I want to hit really quickly just because I'm trying to cover as many current events as possible. Out of all the things I posted on the little promo, I think this business of folks wanting money is got to be it's, – it's got to be number one. You know, it's got to be up there because it's so personal. I just want to say this. I think it's an illusion – I think our young people's belief in lies. Black people are $1.2 trillion strong. If they said if we kept the dollar among ourselves, it would, it would, if we spend among, how did the economist say it? We, our dollar among African Americans, when we got paid, patronized, I think they said just two African Americans right away before the dollar leaves the black community. We will become like the, uh, the sixth richest nation. It's either two or four. It's been a while since I read the report. But patronize African Americans when you first get paid. We will become the sixth richest nation. We know for sure hard numbers is 1.2 trillion is what we our buying power is, what, how much money we actually spend. Folks, we're ahead of many, many nations in terms of money. I'm going to say it again. A lot of y'all don't like it every time I say this, but I'm going to say it again. Black people do not have a money problem as far as getting it. We're wearing $100, $200 shoes. We're dry. We don't have a money problem. We have a love problem. We have a how we value things. We have a priority with how we spend, how we save, what's important right. to us. You know, we right. have a low stuff. Problem where we have to have certain things to shine. We want to look good at the light. 
We want to look good going down the aisle when we give our offering at church. Yes, church people is included in this. So it's how we use this 1.23 because there's other nations that's near us in that kind of money. They wouldn't be number six. They would be more like number 80th. If all the people, I mean, I'm serious. It's some people that's just nowhere near African Americans and wealth, and they're doing far, far better. I'll say it till I die. I believe I'll say it till I die anyway. We have a love problem. We have a, 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 a priority system problem. We have a belief system problem. And a big one with me, if you listen to the show yesterday, we're suffering from white supremacy, to be honest with you. Okay, a lot of us just don't value ourselves like we should because we're valuing ourselves through the eyes of this system, okay, which is a white supremacist system, all right? So I think our young people need to understand you're, you're not wanting money no more than what we did when we was younger. You no more want to be entrepreneurs than what people over 40, 50, 60 years old wanted. You're no different. But what's the difference is with you, with, with this younger generation, is y'all are throwing a lot of things out of the window, pushing a lot of things you need to be doing aside in the name of making this money. Instead of loving on your parents like you should, you're trying to be rich. Instead of building relationships with wholesome, solid relationships with your Brothers and sisters, and Perka, let me know if I'm if I'm breaking up again. Uh, you good. good. Huh? You're good. You're good. Uh, instead of building solid relationships, y'all got these fickle relationships off of social media, and you're living your life in an illusion. And I just hate hip hop. I know people say hip hop done so much they put more of us to work. All this blah blah blah. But the reason why I say I hate hip-hop, because hip-hop have preached, you know, have really ridiculed, um, and I know hip-hop is a way of life, I understand that, but in this way of life, this culture, it, it's, it's very common to put down the hourly jobs. It's very common to put down those that just don't have it, to glorify uh, and the, the the Kim Kardashians and the Jay Z's and all the other folk, it's just a lot of them. And I don't, I'm not hating on them. If they work hard, work hard for where they are at. I don't have a too big of a problem. But my problem, even with a lot of them, is they didn't care for a lot of other areas in their life as they were going to the so-called top. So if all of us in this world just forget about raising children, forget forget about God. Forget about everything and just go after the money. You'd be surprised. All of us will be with the where these people are. We ain't stupid, but we're trying to raise children. We're trying to keep our thoughts right. We're trying to enjoy our world. We try to go to parks. We try to be well-rounded. That's how you supposed to live your life. I'm thinking of the rapper Baby. Long time ago, the rapper Baby. Uh, he's a multi-millionaire. Baby is one of up there like four, three or four hundred million. But he said to me, he he not to me, but he said in the interview, he never take he's never had a vacation. Okay, you're robbing life. A lot of these rappers stay at the studio, literally live there like almost twenty four hours a day. That is not cool. A lot of them are high all the time and they 
make music, even though the music might be worth everything that brings you millions of dollars ain't good. You know. So all I'm saying is a lot of our young people you're listening to lies <clears throat> and deception. And you're ignorant of Satan devices. This is what he has been using since the beginning of time. Things. You have got to live this life in a well-rounded way. You can't cheat life. You can't rob Peter to pay Paul. And some of y'all are doing that. And you all you just want to be is rich. But you're going to be like Floyd Mayweather. He don't understand why he couldn't get the respect that Muhammad Ali got. He don't understand that. But Muhammad Ali was well-rounded. His boxing was about something. He wasn't just walking around with a million dollars in a suitcase, just money, money, money. No. I know y'all mad at me because I'm even saying this. But this is the classic example of what I'm talking about. Muhammad Ali had his boxing title stripped. Floyd Mayweather ain't never went through that. Muhammad Ali was tossed to the ground, taking everything taken away, through in jail. And he is the most recognized figure on the outside of Michael Jackson, who's no longer with us. Muhammad Ali, one more time, unlike Michael Jackson, he's a Muslim, and he's still the most recognized human being on the earth because of his stance. So the Floyd Mayweather of the world, who's undefeated, he don't understand. I don't knock down everything that didn't place before me. Why well, don't get the respect? That's kind of what I'm saying. You can't rob light. You still got to live your life. Christelle, hit that a little bit, and then I'll come back and we'll wrap up. Okay, hold on one second. I'm sorry. We got a hand that's up. We got a hand that's up. Please forgive me, uh, but let's go to the phone line. Someone is at an unlimited, unlisted uh, phone number, so you don't have to give us your phone number. We would like a name you want us to call on, call you on the show, and uh, we also like to know where you're calling from. I don't think they should be too personal. And how you heard about us. So those three things, your name, you want to go by, how you hear about us, and where you're calling from. Your line is now open. Just start talking. Okay, someone that pressed the line. You know my name, so therefore you know where I'm from. I don't really want to say it on the air, but you already know. Uh <clears throat> What's I just up? want to chime in on. I'm sorry, you broke up. Hold on, man. I know you just think I'm popping here. Like, what's up? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm trying to abide and respect you all's time limitation. So I just wanted to pop in and just uh, say hello and salam everyone, and then just um, interject real quick. Um, I think that you that both of you all are on it in regards to um, this issue with the abortion and the regard with the issue with the money. Uh, just a few updates. The line is breaking up. The line is just, breaking up. Okay. Can you hear me clear now? I can hear him. I can hear can him. You hear me now? I don't know what. So that makes okay. me a phone because that's how uh, Just to show that. Just to show that um, there's proof in the pudding. You mentioned Baby, the rapper Baby. The rapper Baby is broke. He went bankrupt a couple of years okay. ago. Okay, he lost uh, that three hundred million he, he had. I know. He, I know. Baby at one he, point had like three hundred million. Yeah, well, Baby was stealing money. He was stealing money from his artists, and so that money that he had really wasn't his money that he earned. It was money that his artists earned, and Lil Wayne had to take him to court to get his money. 
Baby was stealing money. He can't get anybody to sign with him because who wants to sign with a producer or sign with a record label who's known for taking the artist's money, for stealing the money? That home that he had wow. in Miami, the one that the one that sits on the water, um, that that home was foreclosed on. Somebody else owns that home now. He is a tale of what you spoke of in regards to living your life specifically and exclusively from the orientation of greed. Because that's all he talked about, that's all he rapped about. He really had nothing to offer the industry or offer the art uh, otherwise than the orientation and his preoccupation with greed. And he basically became a victim of that which he preached and which he taught. And so he is, he, he is a living tale that when you put all of your affections on the things of this world and materialism becomes your center focus, that that's going to come to an end one day. It's just like you said about Floyd Mayweather uh, um, money. Uh, what people don't know, a great asset to him is his father, because Floyd Mayweather, up until a few years ago, couldn't even read. He couldn't even read. So mm-hmm. while you run around, you had millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, but you had to get somebody else to read your contract and sign it for you. So that in that sense, but the real quick thing on the, on the abortion issue, real, real quick point is, first of all, the abortion issue is we have to keep the demographics clearly. Most people believe that teenagers are the greatest recipients of abortion. In actuality, the statistics prove otherwise. The greatest number of women who actually had abortions in the year 2021 were from the age group of 24 to 34. And what that speaks for is to is that a lot of it is not a medic, medically necessity, and a lot of it is not a necessity based upon finances. It's a necessity based upon selfishness of people wanting a certain lifestyle and their children are cramped to that lifestyle. Uh, at the same time, while black women are the most educated women in American society, they are also, the, uh, second to white women, the greatest number of women who get abortions. And these women who are getting these abortions are not, as you would think, poor women who are impoverished. These are women with careers. And so the child is a, it's it, 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 it sustained, in other words, it, 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 it's, it's a wreck into your lifestyle. In other words, it is, so it's not a matter of necessity uh, where the person cannot provide for the child. No, this is selfishness. And it's just as the word said that in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. And even the whole thing about the monetary thing and pursuing money, well, the reason is is because all hip-hop is doing is reflecting a culture that is literally, literally preoccupied with money. And this hustle culture, well, that hustle culture comes from the business world. And now what you see is you see it articulated in rap. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Rap has become the worst element of American culture, but not only is it the worst element of American culture, secondary to white supremacy is the worst element in, in, I mean, not only is it in African-American culture, but second to white supremacy, it's the most debilitating thing in all of American culture. And the reason is, is like you said, I thought about this. You look at Baby and people like that. These dudes are our age, but yet in their music, they promote a lifestyle that is locked into, it's locked into a stage of juvenile. I mean, think about it. The things that they promote in their music are things that we did as juveniles. But like Paul said, when I became a man, I put childish things away. Uh, so that was it. I just wanted to add that. And Brother Purcell, um, I know I heard your voice. So uh, what's up, fam? It's been a minute. I just wanted to say hi to you guys. Um, listen in. 
Well, hey, man, it's good to hear your voice. I mean it. I don't mention your name a thousand times. You know, you don't contribute so much to this networking. But everybody y'all should know Brother Ella Shore. Um, very a big contributor to the Five Song Network. Him, Brother John, and others have been riding with us for many, 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 many shows. So it's good to hear your voice, man. I'm going to go ahead and let you go, but I appreciate all you have to share. I agree with it. And don't be a stranger, man. Call us. Call us, please, man. We're doing it. Purcell is now, now riding with us as well as Brother Kenwin. I'm sure you remember Brother Kenwin. He rides with us too now. So they took the night off. But it's good to hear your voice, man. We're going to be doing it again on Thursday. We'd love to hear from you, man. Cheers. Oh, yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Absolutely. All right, well, appreciate that. Again, All right, good morning, everyone. Have a blessed night. All right, you too. And that brother right there who contributed mightily uh, to many shows, as a matter of fact. Um, and, 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 and what he was saying, more importantly, is, is spot on. Uh, y'all heard him agree with the whole hip-hop. He said rap, but he meant hip-hop culture. Because rap is a baby hip-hop. Hip-hop is a culture. I'm sure he would tell me no more about that than I do. Because, uh, but else you actually listen to a whole lot more rap than I do, or used to. Anyway, I don't know. But uh, love you, brother. Just know that. Um, tonight, folks, we've tried our best. But Purcell has been swinging, swinging, swinging at culture. Uh, excuse me, current events. We talked a lot about abortion tonight. He talked a lot about the church tonight. You got more than your money's worth. You got more than what's on this little promo. We talked about several things. So listen. I want to go ahead and wrap up the show. Priscilla, I would love to know your final comments on what Brother uh, uh, Brother Elishua just said, as well as anything you're thinking of now. Uh, just just go ahead and give us the final, and then I'll wrap up wrap up the show. Again, you've been listening to the Five Weeks on Network. I'm Brother Seth, creator of the Five Weeks on Network. And uh, 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 we are Hebrew Israelites, giving a perspective on current events. Uh, all that mean, brothers and sisters, in a nutshell, is we believe people of the of the Bible. We believe African Americans are one of the lost tribes of Israel. How does that affect end time? It does. It, it, it does affect how we look at it because a lot of these things happen to us, and we didn't get into it too deep this particular episode. But a lot of these things that happened to us was prophetic. It's supposed to happen to us if we, our forefathers, that is, was disobedient. The father predicted. That a lot of these things that are happening right now is happening. That's why I can't give all the glory to these white people, white people, because the Father already said certain of these current events would happen. So some of the things we talked about tonight is prophetic. They were supposed to happen. What does that mean? That means, as Sister Eliana said in the show last night, remember we do shows on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, but last night she said, let's not forget to repent. Israelites, let's not forget Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, he said that he would heal this nation. This is the time the nation will be healed. But individually, individually, you can be set free by getting to know this this Elohim and this God, uh, Yeshua. I mean, and His Christ. So getting to know the Father. Getting to know the Father, brothers and sisters. I know some of y'all have questions about this God, but you know He real. You know He real. You may not understand it, and I understand that. But we got to get closer. You got to get quit looking at these.
preachers. Preachers are, not, are only one person in church. They're only one car in the parking lot. There's a lot of believers going in and out of the church, some Purcells and some Brother Seth, some Brother LSU and some John Clark's in there that are really trying to. You need to network with those people if you're going to stay at that particular fellowship and glean from those. I cannot tell you how many times relationships in churches like my relationship with Purcell helped me, you know, despite wherever we worship. So we can't be out tricked by somebody that struggle with greed or Somebody can't keep their, you know what, in their pants, you know, some preacher. We got to look past that and see the bigger picture. There is one Elohim that authorized this assembly, these churches, and we have to go there and fellowship. And I know you don't have to go to necessarily these buildings. I know that people are meeting. Wherever you can find believers fellowshipping, assembling, please join with them and be open and accountable to them. It's very important. Purcell, final words, please. Okay, uh, my final thought is um, I apologize, number one, because my I don't know, my line shows that I have a very strong signal, but for whatever reason, I couldn't hear anything that was being said. My line was chopped up real bad. At any rate, um, I think what, what, what was shared on tonight, I believe, was um, very effective. Um, I think uh, we're living in a culture right now that is um, kind of one of those cultures that's from Missouri. Um, something we used to say, the older people used to say, you're from Missouri, show me. It's kind of a show me state, if you will, of mind and uh the beautiful thing is I'm so glad that 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 the Lord saved me. I'm so glad um to be in the number. Um I'm so glad because I read the back of the book and we he always causes us to triumph. So we will be victorious regardless to all of the things that are happening around us. We will come out victorious in him. Um, I think what's important for the believer is that the believer has to become vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. We have to become vulnerable to the Holy Spirit because it's him that is going to lead us and guide us into all truth. It's him that's going to do that. It's him that's going to do that. It's him. It's him. And we have to, as a believer, become vulnerable to the Holy Spirit um, because he is our comforter. Um, he is uh, uh, our strength. Um, he is that wisdom that we talked about a little earlier in the show. Um, Amen. So we, we definitely, absolutely have to become vulnerable to the Holy Spirit and, and uh, allow him to lead and guide us into uh, the necessary truth um, that the Father is seeking for. Because he's, he's looking. He's looking to and fro 
for those of us who will worship him in spirit and in truth. So we have to, have to become vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. And um, again, uh, follow us, man. This Five Smooth Stones Network, follow us, you know, um, call in. Everybody has an opinion on every topic that we're, we're talking about. Call in, call in, share your opinion, uh, share your thoughts. Um, let's make it interesting. Let's make it interesting. Um, let's not allow it to be just a lecture. Let's make it interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I bring you greetings all the way from Cincinnati, from uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where our mission is to bring the saltiness back to the believer uh, through kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. God bless you guys. Well, Priscilla, I appreciate your contribution. I appreciate your gift, man. And I'm going to go ahead and finalize the show. I do want to pray really quickly. If you don't mind, you mind me praying? Absolutely not. Okay, I just want to say this, brothers and sisters. The scripture says in Psalms 107 and 20, y'all don't go nowhere. I'm going to come up and play this song. I think it's going to be a blessing to you as well. Trust me. Little Kanye. Uh, y'all know I've been playing him a lot lately. But, um, he sent his word to heal them. Well, the yeah. word has went forth. Allow it to heal you. I don't always do this, even myself. It's not mandatory. But brothers and sisters, if you're able, face the east. Solomon went all out, created this big, built this big temple, and he prayed, prayed a special prayer. Father, when the Israelites that are scattered in captivity, when they face this temple, hear them. Now, we've had, we have a Messiah, everybody, that has went before us and died, and we know that the Father hears where we face the east and north, south. I, I, I'm just keeping it real. But I think it's a respect to Solomon and his efforts. He did say, Father, whether or not the Father will honor Solomon, we don't know, but millions of people face the east based on this prayer that Solomon prayed when he built the temple. If you believe that temple was built by Solomon, you've got to believe his prayer. Father, when they face the east, hear them. So, yes, Solomon, we are scattered. Grandfather, our grandpa, our forefathers, our forefather, rather, we are scattered. And so, if you will, face the east, but more importantly, trust in the name of Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, Yahweh, Yahweh, Israel, we thank you for this opportunity to come to you in fellowshipping with Brother Purcell, Hoshea, and the saints, and those that are, uh, are, are not there yet. Father, we just lift up this blog, lift up the words that are spoken, and we know that the enemy comes to take away this word whenever it goes forward, especially if it's from you. So we ask a special blessing, the Father, you would help the hearers hear the word, hear it clearly. We take authority over the spirit of confusion, and uh, we ask that the word is, is, is spoken and it is clearly understood, Father. We ask that you would encourage the hearts of believers listening all over the world to this blog. Encourage them. Give them hope, Father. Give them hope. Encourage them, Father. 
encourage their spirit, Lord. Give them many reasons to to go on and, and strive even harder in trying to please you first and foremost, and even their brother, man, Father. We ask you to to reveal your love, reveal your love, reveal your love to the listeners. Let them to see truly, as I was saying earlier, that you love them better than they love themselves and that you want above all things that they prosper and be in good health. As the scripture says, oh, Father, in, in your son's name, in Christ's name, in Yahashua's name, in, your, in Yeshua's name, in Christ's name, we come to you, not on our behalf, not on our good merits or bad merits. We come to you asking you for mercy for those that are involved with this blog. Bless their homes. Protect their homes. Father, you said if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of you who give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not. So, Father Yahweh, ask you to liberate, send your wisdom to the home and help build up the saints. Build up the saints and protect the evil one. We as the church take authority over the evil one that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And the scripture says, whatsoever we bind on this earth will be bound in heaven, and whatsoever we loose on this earth will be loosed in heaven. So we as the church, along with the heavens, bind and take authority over the enemy and houses all across the world. Listen to this blog. We bind the enemy and ask you, Father, to let your word reign supreme in these homes and these hearts. In Yeshua's name, Yahweh's name, in Christ's name, we pray. Amen. 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 Priscilla, I appreciate you hanging on for that, folks. I love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Here's Kanye. See y'all on Thursday night. Thursday night. Remember, we have three shows: Sunday, Thursday, and Monday. Sunday, Mondays, and Thursdays. Good night, everybody. Nebuchadnezzar tried to make Shadrach, Meshach, and the bag to go eat the food. We ain't eating your food. We ain't bowing to your statue. We know that our God is going to deliver us. And even if our God don't come right now, 